the podcast i am your host alicia janae or aj whatever you want to say i'm excited as always for this new podcast so today is one of the listeners faves an interview a one-on-one interview conversation with a fellow previous grip tape challenger named mayana Mallory so you're gonna get to learn more about her and her challenge and what she's doing after her challenge but think about this during your grip tape challenge when you are taking charge of your own learning you're also becoming a boss we're gonna get more into what that means after we hear a word from our founders grip tape Here's the thing, it's built around a simple but radical premise. Young people are hungry for the opportunity to lead their own learning. And you know, they're fully capable of it too. So at Grip Tape, every single day, we're meeting that demand because we're offering teenagers resources, we give them full respect and total authority to pursue their own interests. We are not afraid to think big, creating a world where young people define their own success aligned with their passions. Mayana Mallory is an 18-year-old entrepreneur, born and raised in New Haven, Connecticut. Mayana is an honorary student, member of the Future Project, member of the National Honor Society, a youth peer advocate, and a youth leader for Grip Tape. She is also the CEO of Glow Getter Co., a female empowerment company that consists of an online retail store. Mayana seeks to uplift and inspire the girl community. She's the true definition of a glow getter. A driven, busy girl who strives to achieve her goals in life while attaining a beautiful while attaining a beautiful glow both inside and out. So that is a little more about Mayana. I just wanted you to know the facts on paper, I guess you can say. But now that we got all of that out of the way, let's dive into this interview. I'm so excited and ready for you to hear the information and knowledge and motivation and inspiration. Okay, I'm going to start rambling and let's get into the interview. Hey, Mayana, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me. So we are super hyped to have yet another interview. Um, I think that's honestly the fave from our listeners um and now we get to have a girl boss uh, on the show so that's super dope so <laughs> let's jump right in what was the goal of your grip tape challenge the goal of my grip tape challenge was to dive in deeper to my entrepreneurial spirit meaning i knew that i wanted to have my own type of business and I wanted to just sell something and have my own, but I didn't really have any direction and 
I had no idea of where exactly I wanted to go. So I felt like if I was to do grip tape, it would give me the chance to like experiment and play around with different type of businesses to see where I best fit. And that's super dope because a lot of people think when they hear about the challenge, they limit it to what they can do, but um, you definitely took it and went with it. So I think that's super dope. Um, no problem. Uh, so another thing that I guess we should talk about as far as like being a business owner is what obstacles do you face or did you face, do you face all of the above? Well, I would say I can talk about both past and present because being a business owner, you're constantly facing obstacles. It's not like you're just going to overcome one and the whole rest of the road is smooth. Right. Um, I can say being my, hmm, let me think if I make sure I word this right. I could say in a way I was kind of my biggest obstacle just because like naturally everyone like you second guess yourself. Ooh, so I yeah. I was holding myself back because I would sec I would second guess some of the decisions when I should have just went straight for it instead of second guessing myself and trying and playing it safe. When I first started, I was afraid to take risks, afraid of what people would have thought, what they would say, or like failing. I I have never failed at anything, so mm-hmm. I had a fear of failing or becoming a disappointment and. That's what set me back from doing a lot of stuff that I could have done. No, not a lot of stuff. Well, it, it set me back from accomplishing goals earlier than waiting and pushing it back because I was so scared and nervous. Well, speaking of that, one thing that I always kind of like chant on here is that the easiest way to pursue a grip tape challenge or just pursue anything in life is to find something that you're passionate about. So, like... Did it make it easier or harder because you're passionate about it? Like, because you're so afraid of failure, like, did it make it easier knowing that you were passionate about it or harder, I guess, if that makes sense? Um, wait, so, like, yes, if because I was nervous, did it make it harder for me to accomplish goals or did it make it easier? That's what you're asking, right? Um, well, kind of. I just want to know, like, when you're more passionate about something, does it make the obstacles that you're facing easier or harder because when you're not passionate like are you as afraid you know oh yes okay i get the question now <laughs> yes it <laughs> it definitely made it easier not harder easier because i was passionate about it so it's like no matter if i'm scared or not somehow i'm gonna get to what i want because i'm not gonna give up like that's just where the passion comes from and i feel like if you didn't have passion you wouldn't necessarily have too much fear because you wouldn't really have a strong care for it or like a strong care of the outcome so I think it made it easier for me to go through and push through because it was something that just brought me happiness and so regardless of my fear of failing I was happy with trying even if it brought me failure it just took me a while to realize and like see it from a different perspective like that And I think, like, I th- think that's hard for some of us to get because it's like if you're passionate about it, like, even if it's hard, like, people want to stop because it gets hard. And yeah. I think that's something that we forget. Like, we have to remind ourselves, like, this is something that I love. This is something that I care about. And we can't just 
stop just because it gets hard. I just I think that's something that's hard for anybody, but especially a business owner because you're you're sharing your passion with the world. Yes, and see, so I started once I was when I I did my grocery challenge when I was 16. So especially at that, that's a young age. We don't see it as young like being that age, but truthfully in the world, that's such a young age. So mm-hmm. for me, one way to like see it that way, and which it's hard for us to, is to just not necessarily go with the flow, but understand and tell myself that I'm young. I have room for mistakes, and that's like mistakes are going to be, is going to be, eh. let me reword that. Making mistakes is the only way I'll learn. And in order for me to like see it that way, I had to read and listen to other, um, like listen to other type of podcasts. Oh, okay. What are some of your favorites? Speaking of that, what are your like maybe your top three podcasts? I don't specifically know the name of the podcast. I know the name of the people. I think like okay. I love listening to Eric Thomas, C. Olivia, if I'm saying her name right, and Inky Johnson. Those are my favorite people to listen to in the morning, afternoon, car ride, whenever. So Cia Olivia, she has a podcast? Not necessarily a podcast, but she does a series of videos on Instagram and YouTube that I'm able to look up and watch at any time. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I think I've I've definitely watched some of her um or tuned in to some of her Instagram lives. But she should definitely make a podcast, but it's totally besides the point. <laughs> um Okay, so um what can you say was the motivation or the inspiration for becoming a glow getter? The motivation was to be inspiration for someone else. So being that I live in New Haven, it wasn't there's not a lot of positivity in the community, especially within the female community. We don't really have people to look up to as like of course we have our celebrities, but we don't really have like our neighborhood celebrities or local celebrities like from Connecticut or New Haven alone to look up to. So not just that I wanted to be that specific someone but I kind of wanted to pave the way and let other young women know that you're, you can be like, you can be a positive, you can be positive in a negative environment. You don't always have to just go with the flow, like go with society, what other people are doing. Ooh, I like that. You can be positive in a negative environment. I think like, I totally get that. And it's, it's, I think that's something that you have to like, you have to really get it to get it, if that makes sense, because that'll go over a lot of people's heads. No offense. Sorry. Love y'all. But you can't be positive in a negative environment. Sometimes you have to be your own motivation, your own light. And like, I think that's something as a, as a younger generation, it's something harder for us to grasp because we think that we're supposed to find inspiration from those before us, but sometimes you are your only inspiration. And that's definitely how it is. You And I think it's great that way for you to be your only source of inspiration and motivation because mm-hmm. it teaches you not to rely on someone else. And, like, that's how you develop a sense Ooh, of Ooh, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, yeah, because if people, like, think about it. If that person, you know, 
not to speak negativity, but if that person, you know, passes away, then that's your, you lost that inspiration because they're not here to motivate you every day. If that person um, decides to go on a social media cleanse, then you can't watch their motivational posts and their Instagram stories and all of that. So what happens when that person's gone? Like, you have to find a new inspiration. So you're going to be constantly searching for another person to motivate you. But when you are your own motivation, that's it. You're always there for yourself. Period. And that's how you'll get through a lot. Because that source of information, like you said, may not be available. So you have Mm -hmm. to be able to push yourself to just keep going. Yeah. It's it's like, this is an analogy that I'm going to share for motivation is... Well, I don't even know if this is right. Okay, for being your own motivation. When you work out every day, it's not someone else working out for you. They are not getting on the treadmill for you. You have to, if you want to lose weight or if you want to gain weight or if you want to tone up, whatever your goal is, the only way for that to happen is if you're getting on the treadmill, you're clogging into the gym, you're lifting the weights. That other person cannot do those things for you and you get the results. That's not how it works. So when you're thinking about motivation or in someone being inspiring, you should think of going to the gym. And if mm-hmm. you have to do it, they cannot do the workouts for you and you get the results. That's just that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and like it, the gym reminds and as you're saying this, I'm like, oh, yes, that is totally right. It reminds me of like the journey of entrepreneurship. No one's going to hold your hand. No one's holding your hand in the gym. No one's doing the push-ups for you you have to do it all on your own which is not necessary like you don't have to do every step of entrepreneurship on your own Mm -hmm. but majority majority of it is going to be you taking control on your own right so for all of you that literally need to get in the gym me included same. We have to (laughs) we have to do the work ourselves no one's going to get on the treadmill for us and it's so hard, yes, because you want to make excuses. You don't have time. You don't, you know, my excuse used to be I don't have the right workout clothes. Like, it's so, the, the things that we, the excuses that we create is so dumb. And I'm literally, like, preaching to myself right now. This is, like, one of those moments where you're literally smacking yourself in the face. <laughs> literally, and it's, it's insane. But in order to get that inspiration, sometimes you just have to be your own inspiration. Um, another question that I actually had for you was, so as a fellow girl boss, I know how hard it is to run a business like we've been talking about. But what are some tips that you would have for someone maybe just starting out in the entrepreneurship world? Uh, my first tip is to write everything down. And truthfully, this is something that I have kind of picked it up and learned from you because like you always text us and like you write down your goals for the week and all and that definitely keeps me on track and on focus but what I've learned from it is when I write something down I'm more than likely to stick to it and constantly see it and it kind of keeps me grounded especially Mm -hmm. for starting out if you write down all your visions or a plan of how you want to see it you're able to kind of keep yourself guided on like it's kind of like a set of a plan for you, and you'll be able to go back and look to it. Even when you made progress, that's kind of your source of, did I complete my goals? What could I have improved on? And then you're able to reflect from there. Mm-hmm. 
write that down. Hashtag write that down. Yes. If you <laughs> write that down. If you know whose hashtag that is, then think about your <laughs> real OG, okay? I love you already. Um, but no, seriously, like I do not leave the house without a notebook. Um, because I kind of that's one of those things, like people have those things that if they don't have it, they they're like mentally going crazy, they kind of feel naked. So, a notebook and a pen are my two must-have items. Like, forget everything else. Give me a notebook and a pen, and I'm okay. But, like, um, so, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you have to have because, yes, a lot of people use, like, their phone for notes. But for me, um, I have, like, 200 notes in my phone right now. Do they all get checked? No, sometimes they just sit there forever. So when you write something down, it's like a memorization tool or something that helps with it. So uh, I highly that that is an amazing tip. Um, writing everything down. Do you have any other tips that you would um, recommend? Yes, another tip is to do your own research. One mistake that I made a few times jumping into the game is thinking that I needed to buy every single book um, mm. an Instagram entrepreneur was selling or go to every single class, buy every single webinar because that's the catch and how they get you. Google is your best friend. YouTube is your best friend. And any other website where you can research, all the internet is free. I can actually have the information I paid for for free. I needed to stop being lazy and take the time on my day to watch those videos to get the information and write it down instead of paying somebody else to give it to me. Because it just ended up being a waste of money. It's the same information that they were able to copy and paste from Google. So I definitely recommend taking the time out to research thoroughly before you jump right into starting the business. You'll be able to Google everything, get access to tons of websites. There's a whole bunch of apps that can help and definitely watching videos on YouTube. See, that's one thing I always say on the podcast is it's Googleable because everything you can search anything and everything on Google and something's gonna pop up. I always say it. I always preach it. So I'm not gonna go deep into that, but everything is Googleable. Um, you do need to do your own research, and that's funny that you said um, you that was like one of your bigger mistakes because half of my challenge, my birthday challenge, um, I spent. Spending money on all of these ebooks mm-hmm. and all of these printouts and these things to find out that they were trash. To find out that I could <laughs> most of the information that was in there, first of all, either A, I already knew, or B, it took maybe two or four quick searches on Google. Like, it is so frustrating um, when that happens. So, that is an amazing tip. Do not spend all your money on stuff that you can buy. And if you do want to spend your money because you do trust that source, that's totally fine. But make sure, like, you don't know it. And for those who make those products, um, make something that they can't find on Google. Give and it's valuable. Actually, valuable. Yes. Yes. Don't put, don't, I am tired of ebooks being slapped together. Slap together. Something like I can we, find. We understand everyone needs to get their coins, but mm-hmm. get your valuable coin. Like, make my money's worth it. Woo! <laughs> I, woo I'm putting together an ebook right now, and it's like 60 pages. So, one, there's value in that because most of the books that I bought were like 20 pages or less. Um, but also, like, 
it's not something that everybody can find. And if they do, it's going to take them way longer. If it takes somebody, if somebody can find it super quick or find it all in one place, then that's not something that you should be putting out because it's not fair to the customer. Ever. Facts. So, yes, all of these keys. I have one more key, too, which is something that, okay, so my last key is to don't ever beg for support. And I know a little people, like every time I say this, someone looks at me a little crazy, mm. but I personally used to trip over support. I used to be mad. My friends aren't supporting, family isn't supporting, people who told me they weren't, weren't going to support weren't supporting. And then I just like used to trip over it and I used to get stuck. Mm. And it's honestly going to lead you to getting stuck when you trip over that. You should just accept those who support and focus on those people and continue to let those people be your target audience and let your work speak for yourself, speak for itself. Because I often feel like a lot of times business owners do get caught up in support and we let that affect how we react to our current customers, our current audience, when we should show appreciation, which it's a learning Mm -hmm. process. It took me a long, a long time to learn and adjust to that mindset, but it's definitely worth it. I feel like you're preaching my life (laughs) story right now because um, of course, that I always hear, I always repeat, I always see, whatever, is your biggest supporters will be people that you don't know. It will not be your friends and family. As much as you think it's going to be and as much as you think you're different, yeah, my family's really going to show out for me. I mean, they, they didn't, your family didn't show out for you, your friends didn't show out for you, but they're going to really show out for me. And then you get into this business and your family and your friends didn't buy not one thing. All they did was ask yep. you what they can get for free. It ain't nowhere in sight. So you you have to separate family and business. You you have to family business, yeah. friendship and business. Business is business, and that's it. Like and you have to. Ooh yes. <laughs> ooh my last tip. Last tip. Then I'm done preaching. Y'all could follow me on IG for a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> um, last. Oh man, I just forgot. No, last thing. And also when I said business is business. When you start a business, you truly have to focus on your presence on not only social media, but how you present yourself because you are now going to be the face of your brand. If you create mm-hmm. your brand that way, you will become the face of your brand. People, people that don't know you will base their support on just how you are as a person before even hearing about your business. There are some people who have told me that they support, they support me just simply because of me. Being that they know me, they know what I do, like all the good work that I do, and that's like how I gain supporters. People won't support negative people. They won't support people who are always constantly talking down on others or not being good role models. You have to have a great, good social media presence. A business-like social, social media presence, and also off, on and off social media, you have to be the same person. That's my last tip. <laughs> I totally feel that. I, I This will probably be a podcast episode um, that I replay over and over. Um, if you did not listen to our last interview, um, was the self-love podcast episode. I replayed that one a couple of times because I needed to rehear yes. what the sermon was. Okay. Um, but you guys, like this is real life. If you want to go into entrepreneurship, if you want to... I don't know. Like, if you want to become a boss, there are going to be difficulties and challenges that you face. And we touched on a lot of the 
biggest ones in this episode in this podcast. So um, whether this is a I, this isn't to discourage you to go into business because going to be an entrepreneur is a beautiful thing, um, and it might make you the first multimillionaire in your family, but. It does come with a lot of difficulties and setbacks. So this is kind of a, this is a beware of this, but encourage you to keep going no matter what. Um, so I hope that you got something educational, something inspirational, motivational from this podcast. Mayana's all of her connects Instagram website will be in the description. You can also shout yourself out now. Oh yes. Follow me on Instagram at the Mayana Mallory. T-H-E-M-Y-A-N-A-M-A-L-L-O-R-Y. And you can also follow Glow Get a Co. at shop.glowgetaco, S-H-O-P, period, G-L-O-W-G-E-T-T-E-R-C-O. And yes, follow me for a bit of inspiration. And I, I'm always here to answer any type of questions. And yeah, so, yes. <laughs> so again, all of that information will be in the description box as long as she sends it to me and doesn't forget. Yes, I will forget. I will. I'm, I'm about to write that down. <laughs> See, hashtag write that down. Write that down. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> um, so, like I said, if you if you found something interesting in this podcast, be sure to repost it. Show show Instagram that you're listening to our podcast, okay? Because we do want our numbers to go up because we do want to touch multiple lives out there. I'm being dramatic, but I'm being serious. <laughs> um, touch so, every life possible. Right. Um, so that is it for today's podcast. And um, peace out, Girl Scout. Yes, peace. <laughs>